Welcome to Any Way You Want It. I'm your host, Kaylin McDuff. I'm an LA-based coach for women who want to create lives based on desire. Here on the show, we like to have real conversations about sex, relationships, and life through talks with everyday people, experts, friends, and everything in between. I give you a plethora of options, different relationship models, new mindsets, perspectives, and paradigms. Listen for what sounds interesting to you and follow that. This is just the beginning of you having a life designed entirely from the specificity of your desire. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Any Way You Want It. Um, I am delighted today uh, to be um, joined by um, another Santa Barbarian, (laughs) Uh, Brittany Silva, and um, this is, I'm excited about this conversation because this is actually... um, you know, Brittany and I have been like internet flirting for a little while mm-hmm. and um, and she lives here. And so we were just sort of talking about like collaborating, connecting, like what whatever form like wants to come through in um, our relationship and our connection. And um, I was like, you know, you should, let's just like let's just record a podcast like our first meeting, you know, <laughs> yeah. like most people would be like, yeah, let's like grab coffee. Let's. <laughs> like go to the beach let's drop in or you know some version of that and I love all of that but I actually think there's something for me that's so special about coming into a podcast interview where I'm just like oh I don't know anything about you but I love I can like feel your energy and I'm a yes to that (laughs) so um Brittany thank you so much for joining me today thank you for having me I'm loving this (laughs) (laughs) totally my absolute pleasure yes um so I will just share what I know about you um and then I'm just like what else are we gonna find out yeah I'll just see um so uh Brittany is a crystal bowl and sacred sound alchemist okay y'all know that that really (laughs) That really turns me on Uh, and um, an energetic embodiment guide and space holder and a clairvoyant channeler, a health coach. She has a lot of um, like, again, I just I'm just meeting her, but but what I can (laughs) sense is that she has just so many different like sort of rabbit holes and disciplines and modalities um, that she has explored and like has such a deep commitment to to healing Mm -hmm. and energy. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All of that is very true. Very valid. Yeah. Um, Also, I love that you are clairvoyant. Me too. Yeah. So, well, we, maybe we can jam about that. Yes. Um, so let's see where to start. Um, well, what do you think is important for us? Like, I, I kind of want, um, I want to be able to like tell your story and like how you've like followed your desire and like how you've connected to God and like just, you know, received, um, messages and connection and, and sort of your path. Um, but I'm curious, like what is important for us to know about like your life, like before healing work, you know, like if you can give us like the, like, you know, just like a a flavor, you know, for me, it was like, Oh, I was like running around the empire state building, loving my corporate job, numbing out to my life. And, you know, so I'm just curious what that is for you. Yeah. I mean, I guess it was a decent part of my life because growing up earlier on, like the things that I saw or experienced I had, you know, I feel like it's commonality of it being like fearful. And so you kind of just shut that aspect of yourself down. 
Um, so for me, that is what happened. And I was, um, how do you say, I mean, I was literally just living my life. I was doing the work, uh, not doing the work in terms of spirituality, but like the daily job, the routine, the, uh, the, with friends, the drinking, the partying, you know, all of that. And, um, you know, some of my more serious long-term relationships, there were things that continued to like come through and come forward that were coming up for me. And so with that, I kind of just started getting curious, like, okay, why do I keep getting triggered in the ways that I'm, that I'm getting Mm -hmm. triggered, you know, or why does this, this thing keep coming up for me? And so that really is where it's my curiosity started. Um, in terms of leading me down this, this path, but I would say, you know, prior, prior to that, it was, it was just like the standard, standard living. I feel like we do. Yeah. We grow up, we go to school, we get out, we, we have a routine, we meet our friends, we, we party with our friends, you know, relationship to next, to next Mm -hmm. and so forth. Oh, yeah. wait. And hold on. Did you have like a, like, what was, uh, give me a little flavor for this. Like, were you in like a corporate job or like, what was the, no, you know, not even your, corporate. <laughs> like, were you like, you know, so what, yeah. Tell me what it was. <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, so the funny thing about that is like, I actually started in the dental field. I would say that was like oh. lasted for several years. And mm-hmm. so I was in the dental field for several years and I was just doing front office. It's not like I was assisting or, or yeah. like that. It was just, you know, the, the mundane aspect of like a day to day. And then I went into a tech company, into a local tech company, and I became the EA for um, the CEO or, you know, for C-level execs. And at that point, that's where I was like, okay, this, I, the time that this started happening now was like barely close to my Saturn return where it was like, things aren't feeling right. Like things are shifting or changing. Like I can't remember things like just the amount of stress and the amount of time and space that it was filling in my being. It was just like, okay, let me, I, I need to switch things up. So, um, but it's funny because within each shift and change, there was like the wanting to go back, like wanting to go back. So it's like, I switched from that and I started working for an incredible person, um, as an assistant and I had freedom. It was like, I didn't know what to do with my freedom. Mm-hmm. So I was like, maybe I do, was this a bad idea for me to change from like kind of quote unquote corporate, even though it wasn't corporate, but yeah. like the tech idea of like tech life. And, and so from that point, I, it, it, there was like this idea of fear or like missing out on something. I don't know where it was just like, yeah. maybe I need to change my mind and, and go back. I didn't make the right decision. And, oh um, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I want to just slow down here for a second because um just because I think this is a place that um like is so normal mm-hmm. uh for people. Like I just I just see this like in, mm-hmm. you know, my my clients or just like people that I meet in the world, you know, mm-hmm. who haven't had as much exposure to this work, they're sort of like, wait, they like reach a point of being like, okay, what is all of this? Or mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. like isn't there more than this like why did I work so hard to like for this this yeah. is it yeah, yeah. So I don't know that kind of, that's sort of what I'm getting from from your share is like the uh, awareness and, yeah. and reaching that place of like do 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 what's yeah. happening totally because I went from something that was so overly demanding to the degree where I would plan like my vacation when they went on vacation, like I wouldn't just take time off. It would be completely surrounded by when they left or took their vacation because I, I couldn't miss something. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
And and then I, you know, started working for um, this other person. And even within that, it's like there was still a process of like loss of like, I don't have this anymore or like, oh, I'm by myself or he's not expecting anything or all of it, all of the spiraling of the mind. And it's like, no, I really just have the freedom to do the work that I have when I have to do it. And Mm -hmm. And so that created like a whole new version of, of like the space, the spaces that were being filled and that, that also led to it. But yes, I do feel like there's that questioning of like, what am I doing? Like, I'm going to wake up every morning, grab a cup of coffee, drive myself to work Mm -hmm. and then go home, eat dinner and do it all over again. Yeah, here's I oh my gosh, I just remember so many moments like this in New York. Like mm-hmm. you know, I just had my like tiny little studio apartment and I'm like, okay, making great, you know, pretty good money and like living in a you know, just like tiny place in the East Village in New York. And oh gosh, I so relate to the just like monotony. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. It's, yeah, it's interesting how we get lost in it. And even at this point, I hear so many of, you know, my friends or or clients or or people that I meet. It's like, oh, well, I can't do that. Like I can't travel or I can't do I can't do this or I don't have that or the time. And I'm like, but the time is now. But like this is the time, you know, like the moment that you're thinking of it is probably the moment that it should be right. deeply considered and dumped on. <laughs> yeah, well, and just giving the space for possibility. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, I think the thing you're pointing to is just like that, like people don't even allow themselves to be in the possibility that like, oh, they could have the vacation or they could have the work situation or the partner that they yeah. actually desire. Yeah, definitely. So it's like, nope, I'm going to yeah. just like completely shut it down. You know, I'm yeah. th- I'm like, I'm hosting a, you might've seen, I'm hosting a retreat next week. So by the time this comes out, I think this will be after the retreat, but you know, I see so much about women just through even like talking about the retreat. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, can't do that. Cause the kids, whatever, blah, mm-hmm. vacation, whatever, something can't, summer camp. I don't know. You know? Yeah. It's just like full stop. Totally. And not that those things aren't valid, but it's like, can we actually just work with that stuff? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I definitely see that in both ways where like more of the excuses versus like, oh, no, this is a full body. Yes, for me. Right. So mm-hmm. I feel like we we kind of disassociate in a way where like we're not really getting full body yeses yeah you know and so like there's a disassociation within the self where it's like uh there's like that teeter-tottering versus Mm -hmm. it just being like yes this is absolutely something that I fucking want or it's not Mm -hmm. you know and um so that becomes that becomes like a a fascinating side note Mm -hmm. when making decisions Totally. Oh my gosh. Okay. So much gold here. So I, so I'm curious, like, was there a, um, what, what was sort of like the turning point for you to be like, okay, (laughs) this grind that I'm doing, it ain't working for me. (laughs) It was the fact that I like stopped being able to remember things. Like, oh my uh, God, like lost. And I was always like praised for, oh my God, I have the best memory. And then it was like, I couldn't remember anything. And I was forgetting everything. And I'm like, I have to get out of here. But even in that transition, I was like, once I transitioned out, I was like, uh, maybe I'm not supposed to, maybe I made the wrong decision. Right. So, like, the oh second guessing gosh. of the self. And so, but the more time I allowed and the more space that I allowed through that, the more expansion that came through. So I've been blessed enough to have an experience or, or work 
for someone who allows me the freedom and the space to create and like on my own as well. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I have the best of both worlds where I've had the last six years, not that it's been six years, but the last six years to kind of like create this space and the spaces that I moved into moving into versus it being so constricted, um, which could be a double-edged sword in terms of things. Cause it's like, you know, and they say like when thing like that, when you jump completely out and then it's like your full force into this newer idea or this new work. Whereas for me, it's like, oh, I, I have both. So I haven't really sped up the process of fully diving in. I just keep like dipping my toe in and then I get the other foot in and then now the legs and then now, you know, so it's Mm. been more of, it's been a slower process for me um, than just diving right, right in, which we can look at that in multiple, multiple ways. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, I think it's interesting because there is so, um, I think there's like a fantasy out there about just like burning everything down. And then like, now I get to have this, whatever, you know, other completely different reality. And like, that is like one way Mm -hmm. to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, that is, but it's like, you don't have to, you don't have to do that. And I actually think that's like, not, um, not really in service of like where most people are. Totally. <laughs> you know, like if they, I don't know, maybe if things were like so, so extreme, where it's like you just actually need something that dramatic to completely shift your reality. I'm like, I don't know. You'd see a world where that might, I don't know, that might be, that might yeah. serve you. But yeah. Yeah. I'm like, for me, I like, started my business and was in my full-time job like for a year and a half yeah like and and so kind of allowed myself the spaciousness totally to have that you know yeah I I love that and I I think too it's important because I know that if I would have attempted to start this any sooner than like when it happened I wouldn't have been prepared and I wouldn't have been ready Yeah, because I was still working through my stuff. Like mm-hmm. I was still finding and remembering myself, you know, and the way that I held myself, even in terms of working for a company aspect was like very, very masculine, but like very overly like wounded masculine. You know, there was a lot of emotions and and stuff that went into the work that I was doing and frustrations and things like that. So I really had to do a lot of my own inner work in order to come to a place of of understanding and even working with like working with women or like sitting and having a conversation with women. You know, that was a whole journey of mine too. So it's like I know that if I didn't go through those experiences and process that for myself, then I wouldn't be able to hold a space and container for both male and women, for both men and women to feel comfortable in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. You gotta listen. I am so clear. I'm like, I'm going to be held for the rest of my life. Yeah. at such a deep level. Mm -hmm. So that, uh, well, really just for myself. Mm -hmm. Full stop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that gives me like the capacity to hold others. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it, I, I don't want to say for everybody, but how I perceive it and for myself self specifically is that it wasn't easy. It wasn't an easy journey to get to this point and to be like truly proud of the container and the space that I'm able to hold for people. Mm. you know, mm-hmm. alongside myself, knowing that I check myself, knowing that, you know, my preparation creates, creates and is part of the space that I'm creating for others. Mm-hmm. So it's been a journey. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> so, um, wait, so where, so where are you in the process now? So you're, 
you're fully in your business or it sounds like you've sort of had a slow transition or? Yeah, I am fully. So I opened up a, well, yes, I opened up a studio in Santa Barbara when I came back. Um, I just got back in April of this year, 2022. So I opened up a healing studio in the space. So I offer sound healings. Um, and then, you know, I, I do it in a group setting. I also do privates. And then also I'm working on putting, um, working more with one-on-one in terms of like embodiment coaching. Mm. So, and that is kind of like, how would I explain embodiment coaching is literally the embodiment of self. It is the somatic liberation of your being, the expression of who you are, um, this divine nature and like the remembrance of that. Mm. You know, so, you know, there is talking, there is movement, there is feeling um, like, you know, feeling the body and feeling into those spaces in the way that they want to move and the way the body wants to breathe and, you know, the exploration of that. So that, that for me is a true, like that is, I, that is just like such a passion of mine because I see the significance of that work. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of, that's on, that's the path that I'm on yeah. now. Um, yeah. And it's like no rush. Like I'm not trying to rush any one thing. I'm like full of just flow, like just allowing it to happen as it, as mm-hmm. it does and how, ha- and as it's created. Yeah. That's so. so beautiful. Yeah. Well, I'm curious to hear about um, your journey of getting into your body. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> this is something, um, I mean, this is such a like core part of the um, of the work that I do. Yeah. You know, but I just when I um, think about myself, like, let's say seven years ago. Like if you, if you would have like said to me, like, Hey, it's like really important to be in your body. Mm -hmm. Like if you, if someone would have just like stopped me on the street or like at a happy hour and been like, yeah, you like really got to like be in your body. I think at that time, I'm like, I don't, I don't even know what I would have said. I would have been like, what? Like, what are you even like talking about? I know. <laughs> and now it's literally like the thing that I'm in conversations about every single day. And yeah. it's like you, we sort of fling the word like embodiment around fully embodied, you know, all these things. Mm-hmm. But I just always like, <laughs> especially on this show, right? It's like I have lots of different, you know, the different kinds of people listening to this and you know some have like been you know are like my clients who have been with me for years and then some are like I don't know I worked with Kaylin like 10 years ago at a school like you know in New York like yeah she has a podcast yeah (laughs) let me take a listen (laughs) let me take a listen yeah exactly so um anyways I'm curious yeah just like what what your journey was like uh learning about just getting into your body and sort of the initial pieces and pieces of what that looked like yeah it was really uncomfortable (laughs) yeah um I started in my in my curiosity of like why do these things keep coming up for me you know it's like it was like one therapist and then another and then another and I was like you know what screw it I'm gonna go down to Costa Rica and do a four-day ayahuasca experience and like jump in and never done drug ayahuasca like medicine any of that you know like that was not my scene mm-hmm. and my girlfriend was like no wait like let's <laughs> let's like just take a take a tail but like let's just like pull it back a little bit yeah go see this amazing woman blah 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 I've heard nothing but great things about her um and she's actually a therapist in town um in Santa Barbara mm-hmm. and she um does uh, incredible work but alongside of that so it was like I was kind of getting more of the um, the brainy aspect of 
the conversation. And then I met someone um, on Instagram um, who she's incredible, a teacher of mine. And um, she works with the masculine and feminine energies. And that literally rocked my world. Mm-hmm. And it was the... For me, it was the intertwining of both of these people and the work that I was doing, but more of this deeper rooted work with her, it was like, she wouldn't even allow you to tell a story. Like, and I mean like a story in terms of like the victimhood story. And so it was like, you were hot, you know, it was like, oh, well, all of this. And it was like, really? And she was like, feel into that. And feel into those spaces. And then it's like, well, what does it feel like? What is the size? What is the shape? What is the texture? What does it want to say? And you're literally, she's teaching you how to say what this energy wants to come out and say. And it's not pretty. And it's not something that you want to share um, or, or even express outward. But it's like, once that switch happens, it was like such a freeing experience. You know, one of my hardest moments during that time was moving through, you know, some fairly traumatic work that I was going through, but I literally found myself like rock bottom, screaming and crying on the shower bathtub floor (laughs) like while I was visiting family out of state you know (laughs) and the allowance of that to happen is not easy Mm. you know to allow the emotion and the process and learn what a rage practice is and learn how to express the self through those through those parts of you that you know we have kind of been deemed for was something that was really expressive and opening for me. Mm. You know, the little girl was like, so, so shamed. (laughs) And there was so much guilt around that and moving through that and moving through that process was like extremely invigorating, but it was, it was through a lot of tears. It was through a lot of pain. It was through a lot of screaming and crying and punching and not fully understanding why these things were coming through Mm. and learning how to breathe again, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it's, um, and that allowed for so many new spaces to open up and be curious Mm -hmm. about. Yeah. 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 It was, it was a beautiful experience, but yeah, uncomfortable, I would say. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, all this is under here, you know, and you can't unfeel. Totally. And how do you do it without bringing someone else along with you? Mm hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like the moments that you are allowing it to come through without pulling anyone else or making it anybody else's experience to have alongside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's actually, you know, um, I feel like I've been learning that at a whole other level this year, like really what it means to fully hold yourself. Mm hmm. And that one will just, I think it's just going to keep rocking me for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know? And in and, and like the best way, you know, it's just totally. like, it's, uh, yeah, it's really quite something to like learn that at another level. Mm-hmm. You know, and be like, whoa, wait, like at the end of the day, like I've got me. Yes you know yeah and um yeah one of my teachers perry she says uh she says like um the only safety is your creation Mm -hmm. power Mm -hmm. like your ability to create yeah that is that's your safety yeah 
Yeah. That's an, uh, that's a fascinating thought process. That's an interesting thing to perceive because it's hard to consistently hold ourselves without needing to pull from one thing or another. And I think it's so easily, easily forgotten in that this like inner child, right? This, this little person that has all these preconceived notions all based off of past experiences still have reminders or like, you know, there's these little things that set it off every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And we go into just like needing that or, you know, expecting that from an outside source. Oh, it's yeah. Gentle reminder of like, no, I've got you. Yep. It is just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just like, like I said, I just keep seeing this on total, like different levels. I'm like, oh, there's a whole other level of this. Oh my God. Whoa. Like every time I see it I, I and embody it, it's like, I just get like one layer, you know, mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. free, mm-hmm. you know, but, but it's also like, I'm, I'm living with, uh, a partner, my, you know, my fiance, yeah. right. But, and I've never lived with a partner. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's exciting. And so it's like, just learn, really, that's why this thing has really come through, you know, mm-hmm. for me to mm-hmm. just like fully take responsibility yeah. for myself and fully hold myself yeah you know while cohabitating with (laughs) another human yeah yeah that's an interesting one you know for me that's not I haven't really I haven't lived with somebody in terms of like this work you know so it's like it's it's like oh yeah I've got it no problem right but it's like you don't know until you're actually in the Mm. in the situation and it's so much easier when there's someone else that you can kind of like pour onto and it's like that remembrance every morning or like the breath that you do every morning or the pleasure that you create every morning, even if it's just with yourself without, you know, that kind of moves you through your day of like, no, I choose me every day and every way. And this person that I get to spend all of this additional time with is an added bonus you know, it's, it's an addition to which thank you, you know? Um, but yeah, it creates a, uh, it can create an interesting balance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Hmm. (laughs) Well, I'm curious, um, you know, what, uh, yeah. What feels like alive for you right now? Like just what, I don't know what, what you're learning, what you're growing, what, yeah. What's just, what feels alive? (laughs) I mean, I, I guess the current space that I'm in right now is really around. I'm, become so fascinated with this masculine feminine energy and this embodiment of the feminine and the space that is held within that and the creation and kind of like to take a step backwards and what we were just talking about but that is the balance you know to be able to choose you hold you be with you in every way and be in partnership relationship whether it be romantic or platonic you know and and so for me it's really moving into this feminine aspect of myself which is like so alive for me in the movement in the expression Mm -hmm. and in the boundaries too you know in what is created because we can just like let ourselves go and be like yes I'm woman like hear me roar and like all the sensuality and sexuality and like the flow and the intuitiveness and all of that and let that pour outwardly but it's like how do we create boundaries within that space so like our energy doesn't seep through that And so for me, that's really what I've been getting curious about and which is what is very much alive for me in this moment. Mm. You know? Yeah. Will you, will you say more about that? Cause I, 
I notice that uh, people are, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm so here. But also I'm like, I just want to make sure people understand. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? And I, oh my God, I use so much jargon and I am trying to not do that. (laughs) But it is, it is just, uh, it is such a, it's such a thing for me. Yeah. So, yeah. So will you share more about like what that means in your, like what that looks like, like in your life so that, so maybe people can connect to it? Totally. So like for me coming into, um, I'll take a step back and just say that I have found it very previously in my life, very resistant to be very resistant and very guarded. Mm-hmm. And that was a protection mechanism based off of past experiences. Mm-hmm. So within that, and part of my work is very much moving into the feminine nurturing parts of self. And I don't mean that by like, oh, I'm cooking for you or I'm cleaning up in terms of nurturing. I mean, like actually like nurturing the being, nurturing the body, nurturing the energetics two people share, the Mm -hmm. expression that two people share. And actually saying, I appreciate you or like, Mm -hmm. thank you. I love you. You know, without there being a preconceived notion of like what it means to appreciate someone, you know? And so through those experiences and kind of the space that I'm moving into is the expression of the feminine. If I want to graze someone's arm or like give them an extra long hug or open up like a conversation and get to the, like get deeper and into the depths of that. And With that, I feel like this expression of the feminine and to hold that and to be with somebody and to express those um, like touches and movements and whatever it may be, um, to do that and then also hold a boundary of not seeping your energy through that somebody is like taking or pulling from you. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then also giving too much where it's like, this is not sexual. I'm not wanting to take you home right now, or I'm not trying to make you uncomfortable. This is literally like an expression of love or of nurturing or of care. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Yes. So it's like, okay how to be so generous and radiant and flowy and turned on as a woman mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. Let people feel that and be conscious of people not like grabbing or sucking your energy from you yes. and actually like having clean boundaries for yes. yourself so that you can just radiate and emanate that. Uh, but not like give it away and be completely depleted at the end of the day. Correct. 110%. How do we post a picture on Instagram in our lingerie laying across the couch with our booty up in the air and being like, I am in my full sensuality of a woman of expression and not have people pull from you. Yeah. Oh, this is such a... This is actually, yeah, this is really an interesting topic for me. I'm just like, whoa, mm. thinking about it. Um, yeah, because I've always, I think I was always very generous with my energy mm-hmm. in the world, but that, but in like this way that you're talking about, just like so depleting. Like, I just yeah. like, I feel like I just like had people around me who were just like, you know, literally sucking it. Yeah. Fucking my energy. And as I'm sitting here talking to you, I'm like, oh, so interesting. I'm like, what? Yeah. What really shifted? Because I just don't, I just don't experience that that much. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, as often anymore. It's like, oh. Do you feel like maybe it comes with the, the expression of it being from more of your sovereignty versus I'm the ego of trying to get attention? Yeah. I mean, it's just like, well, it's that. And it's like, I think it's also that I just genuinely have an overflow Mm -hmm. because my attention now is so inward. Yeah. 
versus like on like external things. Like, what do I need to do to contort myself to please this person? Yes. It's more like, I'm just like every day I'm like, okay, how do I nourish myself? How do I nourish myself? How do I nourish myself? And so then I can actually pour that energy out from not just like, just from just not being depleted, Mm -hmm. you know? And then it's just like, oh yeah, it's just such a, it's such a joy. But then I'm also intentional about where I where I put my or where I invest my energy, you know, it's like, Oh, is this person going to meet me energetically? Nope. Okay. (laughs) I am not available for that. Okay. And I just don't have energy. I don't have any sort of like, it used to be like, Oh, I don't, I want to be liked. I don't want them to feel bad. I don't want them to that whole thing. Now I'm just like, Oh no, I just don't actually, I'm just not available for that. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's incredible though (laughs) I I mean the cup has to runneth over yeah Um, for sure totally yeah I mean and I if I when I you know I then still have like definitely you know moments of feeling depleted you know this is like something I'm still learning but I'm so much more aware of it and I can actually just like pause and be like oh my god I'm totally depleted okay Mm Mm -hmm. to go like into hermit mode for a day or two (laughs) yeah I like I mean because you do I mean you're fairly active whereas like for me I'm kind of in a newer space of on social media and things of that sort yeah and in terms of the pulling like energy right like clearly we're expressing ourselves on social media and it's a way to like talk about things and express self Do you feel like or have ever thought about there being like the pooling even from seeing like a picture or a video? Mm, Yeah, I mean, I'm aware. I'm like aware of that. uh, And I just set up really clear energetic boundaries Mm -hmm. like in my own, you know, clairvoyance space. Yes. You know, which I'm sure you do too. Um, So that's actually, so really that whole thing has shifted for me in the last like couple of years. Like I, I definitely get some like messages where I'm like, whoa, okay, that was intense, you know, but yeah. I actually feel like since I've really taken responsibility from a higher energetic level, you know, I just don't feel, I really don't feel that much fear about people pulling my energy on the internet. Yeah. Because I'm just like, oh, okay. You know, (laughs) like every now and then there'll be a thing where I'm like, oh, Jesus. (laughs) Why? Of course. You know, know, just like every now and then. But it's it's actually fairly rare given, you know, the kinds of things that I post. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. I don't know how it's been. I'm curious how it's been for you or what you've noticed. It's funny because like I have resistance to even putting out social media so much. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so it's like I'm finding resistance within that just to that expression of self. But, you know, I'm still integrating kind of being a bit more... Um, because I did move, I just moved back from Egypt. So I was living in Egypt for a right. year. Yeah. And so there was, it was, it was clearly it's different. Right. And so yeah. there was, it was a different lifestyle and different density levels and everything like that. And so for me, it's like, of course I'm going to go free myself. Like part of the reason why I came back was because of the constriction that I felt Mm. And the, the the wanting to free this idea of freedom, right? This idea that we constrict ourselves in the sense of freedom um, is for me, what I'm learning now is more of like a mentality versus it actually being a restriction. And um, so I feel like I am a bit more cautious in terms of kind of posting on social media. Mm-hmm. you know and I think that's just the for the simple sake of yeah maybe it's my energy maybe it's yeah 
you know, that's the, the way social media has kind of turned in, you know, what it's gone to, but, um, I've been toying with the idea a bit. Yeah. Well, okay. I want to just give you a reflection on this. Yeah. Are you open to it? Absolutely. I, okay. Well, I, um, uh, the thing I just want to offer is that you can actually just like do it for your own pleasure and Mm -hmm. expression. Mm-hmm. Right. And just like whatever actually feels resonant, because it feels to me like you actually have like you have like a like some things that really like want to be expressed in the world. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like social media is like just one way to do that. Right. But um, but yeah, if you you know, you you may you might just like feel a little bit more ease around it if you just are willing to be like, oh yeah, like that's just like for my own delight. Yeah. My own pleasure. And oh yeah, I mean that's literally why I do this. Like I'm yeah. just like, oh yeah, I'm just hanging out here with my new friend Brittany. <laughs> oh, and other people are gonna get to listen to this and get value. Great. Yeah. Absolutely. And I have, so I have done that and thank you very much. I have done that on like my private, but like Uh in terms of a public platform, um, I haven't, but I, I totally get it. Yeah. I I absolutely get what and receive what you're Mm -hmm. saying very much. So. Yeah. And there's a whole, like, it's so interesting. The Instagram, I don't know how tapped in you are to the Instagram world in Santa Barbara. I'm not really too much. Okay. Well, yeah. It's like, I actually like, I just like meet people. You know, I like saw my neighbor the other day and she was like, oh my gosh, I follow you on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? That's so cute. Oh my gosh. It's like hilarious, you know, because it's, it's just, it's, I've never lived like as an adult in a smaller, like in a city like this, you know? So it's actually like I really am enjoying social media in Santa Barbara are you <laughs> yeah it's like in, I'm kind of in, like enjoying it a new way because I'm yeah. like oh yeah I saw that person yesterday at the farmer's market I'll probably <laughs> yeah. see them at yoga tomorrow and then there's their thing you know like yeah definitely <laughs> so I it's sort of an interesting like I feel sort of tapped in and it's kind of it, I've really like enjoyed uh enjoyed it as like a connection point mm. Mm-hmm. with the you know yeah just like with the I was telling you before we hit record just that like you know Angel and I have really like met some amazing like com- conscious community members you know? yeah so I'm sort of like oh it's just a fun way to like see what see what my like actual friends are up to you know yeah <laughs> yeah I love it I mean because it is every um unless you're connected this town is very much word of mouth town Oh yeah, it's totally word of mouth. Uh-huh. So it's it's like you can just I see social media as just an extension of like right. word of mouth. Like yes. that's literally, you know. Yeah. That's literally what it is. So who knows? Yeah, I love that. No, it's that's perfect. Yeah, I need to be I do need to be better. I need to like boost up that that yeah. a bit more in terms of that expression for myself. I know it would no talking you know actually talking on yeah I mean a video and talking well yeah and I'm just like you know I'm just thinking I'm like there's like a handful of people in Santa Barbara that you know I know that I feel like you that you would want to be connected to you know yeah definitely I mean we all in this space like that was something that was coming through really clearly in terms of the healing space in this town is like they should never be competitive. Like everyone should want to work with each other because we are in a small town. We are in a space and the, a lot of things are word of mouth and and this community that we have. It's like we build it by like com- communion in a sense, you know, Yeah. and that's how we grow and bring more people in. And and so for me, that's really, in, really important. Um, Mm-hmm. where you know it's like there's just something because there is something so special about this town yeah it's a healing vortex absolutely oh so <laughs> good oh my gosh okay well I'm delighted um that we got to connect here yeah I um yeah I'm just like I'm I'm ready for our friendship uh-huh. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, and I feel like for any of you who are in Santa Barbara, I feel like you're going to see me and Brittany doing something. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> we don't know the form. Um, but let's see, just as we like start to wrap up. Um, yeah, is there anything that you want people to know just in terms of like how to find your work and... Um, connect with you and anything you have going on that you want people yeah. to know about sure it's pretty simple as we were just yeah. talking about it um social media is currently where I post most of my stuff in terms of my sound offerings that I do yeah um so as of right now I'm offering community sound um healings on Thursday evenings and if the schedule changes you'll find that on my Instagram page the schedule on my Instagram handle um which is sacred divine alchemy and um and then that's where you can contact me for one-on-ones um if that is a private sound or interested in embodiment work um but that that's how you find me right now that's the current that's the current situation pretty simple yeah okay yeah yeah Well, um, thank you so much, Brittany, for just, uh, yeah, just like letting me feel you. And um, yeah, I also just feel like, um, yeah, the thing I just really, I, I, I want people to get from this is like the normalization of like the process of like feeling your feelings and getting into your body and just like how confronting it is, but also how freeing it is, you know? Totally. And yeah, yeah, just like willing, being willing to be in process with it. I just think is it's like, it's a lifelong journey. It is. I, you know, something I see most common with my clients is like, and what I remind people consistently is like, you have full permission to be you. Mm. Like Mm -hmm. you have full permission to be in whatever expression is coming through in whatever moment that is. Like Mm -hmm. if you need to, if you need to cry, cry. If you need to be angry, if you need to scream, like if you need to, you know, if we need to roll up some pillows, blankets, et cetera, for you allow what I, if you need to dance, like dance, you know, when I go dancing, it's like, it looks like I just left core power because I'm just like, <laughs> you know, well, yeah. to like move through, but it's just like, embrace it. Like there's no need to shame it. We've done that for way too long. Like, you know, just, just some yeah. recognizing the blessings of that coming yeah. through is so significant. So mm. yeah. Embrace it. Yeah. Ah, so beautiful. Thank you so much, Brittany. You're such a gift. Thank you, Kaylin. I appreciate it. My absolute (laughs) pleasure. And uh, we'll see everybody next time. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you got something from this episode, please share it with someone in your life and pop on over to iTunes to give us a five-star review. I'm so committed to more people custom creating their sex, relationships, and lives from desire. And this podcast is a big part of that. If you have ideas for the show or want to learn more about working with me as a coach, head on over to my Instagram at Kaylin McDuff or my website, kaylinmcduff.com. See you next time.